0: This is a Gulf Stories Moment, made possible by the University of West Florida Innovation
1: Institute. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another Gulf Stories Moment. I'm Christian Garman from the University of West Florida Innovation Institute. My guest today, Dr. Jamin Wells, assistant professor from the history department at UWF. He's been on the show to talk about the project where they are uh, digitizing historical documents, but that's not what we're talking about today. Today, we're going to talk about some research he's conducting about Pensacola Beach tourism, though not in 2020. We're going back to the early 1900s for this one. Dr. Wells, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. So the early 1900s Pensacola Beach tourism, tell me about it. Sure.
0: So tourism is at the heart of one of the drivers of our economy today, and the beach is a vital part of that, but we know so little about how it came to be. Pensacola Beach is a unique, special place, and I'm curious to understand how it came to be.
1: Around, I said early 1900s, do you have a specific, you know, window of time you're, you're looking at here?
0: Sure. Folks have been going out to the beach, locals and visitors, for as long as there's been people here, but it wasn't really until the 1880s that tourism's out to the beach really started to pick up that um, resorts started to be built and there came to be the be origins of an industry that would be familiar to us.
1: When I and the family, we want to have a beach day, it's, it's pretty simple. We hop in the car, we cross a couple of bridges and uh, pay a buck and, and find a place to park and we're there. I'm sure it wasn't quite that simple back then. How were people going to the beaches? The bridges, I assume, weren't there yet.
0: Sure, the bridges were built in 1931 and the day after they opened, that toll opened up, and it was still a dollar, uh, which, of course, was a lot more money then. Before then, we had dozens of ferries and launches mm. that would, could bring out thousands of people out to the beach on any given day.
1: From what you found, uh, you know what was out there structurally? What, what did a day at the beach look like in, in 1905?
0: Sure. Well, 1905 is a great year. There were two resort facilities out there, including a 125-foot-long pavilion, several big bathing uh, houses, and most folks who went out there had to rent a bathing suit, and they said, oh, you know it was a busy day if the, the, your bathing suit was
1: wet. Was wet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Had to rent a bathing suit. Yeah, that's, that's, that's changed a touch. Were there huge crowds, like, on any given Saturday, or was this still, like, a big event to have a beach day?
0: The season started to pick up in April or May. There would be advertisements in the newspapers, and on the first warm days in June, there would be thousands of people out on the beach who had taken ferries, some carrying 12 people, some carrying 300 people out to the beach.
1: Was anyone policing out there? You know, was it—what was it like?
0: So it was sort of a legal gray zone. Um, (laughs) The island was a military reservation— uh, but the military was too busy to police it, mm. and the Pensacola, uh, Scambia County, didn't police it. And so in this gray area, shenanigans happened.
1: In another segment, I'm going to have you on, and we'll get a little more specific on shenanigans, but <laughs> but can you give me a broad version of what that might mean? I mean, what, was it illegal activity? Were people just crazy? What?
0: The, the resort operators always pitched it as family-friendly. Mm. But when you go through the records down at the courthouse, you see different stories Emerge,
1: And so at what point then did did that kind of get reeled back in? Did the policing begin? And people said, okay, time to—the shenanigans must cease.
0: Well, it ties back to that bridge. When those bridges opened in 1931, the island became uh, part of Escambia County and fell under
1: the county's jurisdiction. Gotcha. Uh, I've been talking to Dr. Jamin Wells, assistant professor from the History Department at UWF, about Pensacola Beach tourism back around 1900. Really interesting. Thank you, sir. Thank you. For
0: more Gulf Stories moments, visit ww.f.org/slash podcast or go to the podcast page of npr.org.